Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bee Chat with B. It's uh, funny, today I was just thinking, like, um, I mean, if you listen to the first couple podcasts, which were pretty bad in my opinion, but uh, hopefully they're getting better and better. Um, but I like to talk about this concept of, like, exit plan or exit strategy. I like consulting. I like helping people if they have a vision or like a you know if they're working but they really want to they have a passion for something else trying to help them see a realistic um a realistic kind of path to get there um instead of it just being like a dream or a wish or something that just gives you stress because you don't think you can do it um it's um the one of the obviously there's coronavirus so i, I haven't really talked about that but today here in um where i live it's gotten a little bit people are starting to freak out and businesses are starting to slow down schools are closing and stuff like that so i was thinking today like i tend to be a pretty positive dude like even when um even when stuff like this happens i always try to see all right like how can we make this kind of fit to our advantage and honestly it was kind of pretty simple for me i um i kind of realized that this is actually a great opportunity. Like, I mean, unless you're obviously not doing well, like if you're sick or if you're just like totally broke, um, it may not be the best situation. But for a lot of you who aren't able to maybe work as much as you would right now, or maybe you're in college or school or grad school or even high school and it's shut down, it's like this is such a sick opportunity to work on something that you have been probably putting off for a really long time. Um that's one concept I, I think I've mentioned before, but it's, it comes up a lot. Um, it's that, you know, a lot of great shit comes out of, you know, survival or necessity. Um, <clears throat> I was watching this clip of this Cambodian kid. Maybe some of you have seen it. It went viral on like YouTube and stuff. But basically this 10-year-old kid knows like 16 languages and everyone's like, holy crap, he's a genius. Like, how did he do this? Blah, 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 blah. But it's like, once you watch the video, you realize like, oh shit, he's poor as hell. Like his family's literally like broke and super poor. And so they're basically what their family does is they they're those people when you go to, you know, kind of some sometimes developing countries, but they have like a beach or something, you know, kind of like where people hang out. Um, There's usually, you know, people on the beach, like in Mexico or Goa, like in India that kind of just sell you stuff like just little little merchandise, little little toys They're they're obviously not it's nothing cool, but it's usually like if you just want to it's kind of like a donation or just little little toys or something but that's kind of what he does with his mom and what what happened was is that all these like tourists from like Israel, Mexico, like England, from everywhere, China, they would go um to Cambodia to this beach and you know interact with him and he pretty much realized I'm way more likely to sell them something if I can show them that I know a little bit of their language. That's one of the ways that people get so geeked out. Like if you if your mother tongue or if you speak a certain language and you see someone that you don't think will know it, like they don't look like you and they start busting it out. It's like, whoa, like you, it makes people super happy. It's always like they smile. They literally get happy. Um, it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. But this kid does that all day, every day. And uh, uh, if you haven't seen the videos, just check it out. Cambodian kid speaks 10 languages or 15 languages what is interesting what ended up happening through that is not only did he become multilingual and just like you know kind of a hard worker a dude like a ceo in china saw his videos and saw his how he was selling and volunteered to pay for all of his school as well as business school in china so i I think if i remember correctly the kids in china now studying 
The point of the story is, is that that would have never happened if he grew up in like a middle class family. Like sure, he had to be quick and sharp and sure he had to be smart and have the ambition and motivation to do that. But he was desperate. He was in survival mode. He's like, if I don't do this, I'm we're broke. If I do this, there's a chance we can at least have some money. And that turned into like a full ride scholarship for the rest of his life. The point of the to what I'm talking about now is coronavirus. Like it's just a hope. I don't think this will last too long, but you never know. But uh, if you're in a position where you can't, where you feel like you can't do your thing, or you can't go to work, or you can't go to school, you can't do your normal, normal daily routine, I guarantee you, like you can probably figure something out that, like you know, like how how I always talk about, like you know, the construction worker who can't work now, but was always really talented at like I don't know, like sealing windows, and so maybe he gets laid off or maybe he has coronavirus or there's coronavirus so he can't work so he's like oh crap like the company's not gonna allow me to go work because of these stipulations and what's going on in the nation but shit i can like just independently like um do what i did best at that construction company which was sealing windows and i'm gonna start my own specialized company that just i don't know i don't know that much about that industry but that's the point is that um i i think i honestly sincerely believe um that anybody on this planet has the capability to start their own business or their own thing um even just like let's say to define it like anybody i think can start their own small business um like i've said before people are gaining skills at their job that they don't even realize and sometimes we get so caught up in our routine family and just our comfort zone that we never explore that that little thing that's actually makes you probably really special at what you do but one of the things I've realized um, just working with different people and stuff is as long as you have something that you know is legit and you can replicate it thoroughly and more importantly, you can teach somebody else to do it, man, it's just a matter of time and, and effort, persistence, and you can have a successful small business. I think most people that I've seen um, just get caught up in one thing or the other or they really weren't in it for the right reasons. They're not a good trainer or teacher. They didn't have the foresight or the vision to build the infrastructure that it would take. But if you have like the like the roots or the spine of it, which like, like for example, like this podcast, like you could say the spine or the, or the heart of it is the content. It's me talking. But if I don't know how to put this out there, it's irrelevant because nobody's ever going to hear it. Similarly, if somebody has a, a skill within a job, they're going to need certain things to get them to a place where they can put that out there and start in an organized manner and a structural manner, start producing it and teaching other people how to do it and doing it the right way. But I, I mean, <clears throat> some depending on what you want to do, it can take a lot of overhead. But I've just seen so many people like designers, graphic designers, um, speakers, um, trainers, rather, that, that there's, it's just like anything like like even just teachers i'm like dude like you could totally it's not even about the money it's just like you're better at this other thing within the thing you're doing uh, unfortunately there's so much comfort because of the structure of you know your maybe your nine to five job that it's really hard to bust out of that and start your own thing but again now there being a time in society where everything's on pause it could be a really good thing to start so one example I was thinking about today was, you know, a lot of, um, I talk a lot about, I know a lot of doctors, so it may come up a lot, but I know a lot of, you know, physicians and medical practitioners where, I mean, and I think in healthcare, there was one of the people that still kind of have to go to work, but even in some cities like San Francisco, that's getting shut down and they're pushing a lot of their physicians and doctors to do stuff online or more digitally, telemedicine, like basically Skyping with patients instead of seeing them in person. 
And what I realized is that telemedicine is something that made like doctors super uncomfortable. Like it's like, oh, like, um, you know, there's a lot of liability or, or if I see a patient on online, like what is, you know, what does that mean? Or like, oh, I don't, you know, like the insurance companies don't like it or I'm not, oh, I, oh man, like it's just too much of a hassle. It's mostly just on dis- discomfort because they're not it's so new. But now since in the next few weeks or months, everybody's going to be pushing towards telemedicine. Imagine the people that were kind of getting their fingers in it for the last couple years. Dude, they're going to crush it. They're going to crush it because all the people that are going to be needing to see doctors digitally, they're going to be the ones that have the biggest head start. And then they're the good. And this phase is going to cause people to realize like, oh, I, I bet you there's a lot of people that don't even know they can see their doctor online, especially if it's just like for a refill. Like, oh, I need my medicine refilled. You don't even it's like 10, 15 minutes you see them and. It's like you drive all the way down there and it's like you could literally do that on the computer. Um, but that's just an example of how a certain, how do you say it, necessity in the, in the culture of the society can totally highlight this one skill or this one service that some people, most people are like against, but some people are really into. Um, and now they're going to crush it in the next couple of weeks or couple of months. And then even after that, because it's, this is going to be kind of their... You know, you know when like someone goes viral online and then they're they're pretty much set as long as they stay consistent. This 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 time is going to be that for the telemedicine doctors. But um, um, I I don't know. I think it would be really cool if um, I don't know. Eventually, I want to get people to start like maybe calling in or sending emails and being like, "Hey, this is what I do. What do you think I could kind of expand it into or 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 something like that?" I don't know. I think um, um, you know, I do some consulting um. Yeah, I don't want to get too much into what I do, but it's like that's something that I've seen a lot is like um, it's almost like a coach uh, with a kid. It doesn't seem like a big deal, but it can have such a big impact on their life, um, how they're coached and guided when they're when they're developing. And same thing with adults like or, or, or people that are in their young adulthood. They're about to like start this path, but it, which is fine. But it's like, man, some if someone could help guide you on how you can maximize or leverage that to do something that not just again, it's not about the money. It's something that's some, something that's going to make you more fulfilled. When you have your own thing, it's better. Like that's typically how life works. But um, but yeah, just had those thoughts today. Thanks for checking out this episode. Um, hopefully this coronavirus thing goes away and like everyone's doing well and healthy. Um, but yeah, everyone just say stay safe, stay healthy. Um, uh, you can always email me at bchat. 074 at gmail.com any questions any comments any suggestions i'd really like to get like to a point where i can start doing having guests and stuff because i feel like when i vibe off other people it's so much easier to kind of get my thoughts and ideas across and apply it to other people and stuff it's kind of hard to sitting in a room and, and, and just jabbering but i think it's getting better and better so i'm going to try to keep it relevant try to keep it significant um, i may keep them a little bit shorter like 10 to 15 minutes until i get some more questions or guests um just because i think it's um it's a little bit it's a little bit more powerful like law of parsimony less is more so um try to maybe keep them a little shorter um, and hopefully get a bunch more recorded so that when people do kind of find these or enjoy them they can just listen to a bunch in a row and and reach out and continue from there but thanks again guys and i'll see you next time